How do you say yes fearlessly? Hi, welcome to another conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're talking about tackling the thoughts, the feelings, and the fears that come with saying yes. How do you say yes fearlessly? Well, spoiler alert, you can't. You can't always, every single time, say yes without feeling fear. The trick and the answer is to say yes, to choose the life you want, the business you want to run, even though you're afraid. How do you say yes when you are absolutely terrified of what you might find, learn, or have to deal with on the other side. Now, here's the thing. As soon as opportunity comes, or as soon as we have a thought or an idea that leads us to a potential opportunity, it is so easy for that biological response to risk to kick in. We are biologically wired. Anytime something is new is put in front of us, anytime we're like at a hint of danger or risk, our bodies are wired towards fight, flight, or what is it again? I'm going to start that one over. Fight, flight, or freeze, right? Like that is what we're biologically wired to do as soon as we're approached with something unfamiliar. So the idea that we're going to sit and talk about it, that we're going to listen to a podcast episode, or you're going to tell me your woes and inside a single conversation, I am going to get you ready to do this thing fearlessly. Whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is that's on the other side of your fear is nonsense. And so many times that's where people stop the conversation. They just kind of say, oh, I had this thought, I had this idea, but oh my gosh, it's so scary. And wow, feeling this fear is really a back step for me. I have to stop and figure this out and what is going on with me and why am I suddenly so afraid? And they take that lens and they put it on the exact wrong direction. That lens becomes the rear view mirror and they're looking at everything behind them instead of everything that's in front of them, everything that exists on the other side of that fear. They wait to not be afraid. They wait for more confidence. They wait to believe that it can happen to them or to feel like they're capable and that it's possible rather than recognizing that anytime we try something new, anytime we put ourselves out there, anytime time we're looking to show up in a new or different way, we're going to get nervous. Sometimes we're just going to be a little worried. Sometimes it's going to be full-blown, show me to the chocolate, (laughs) take me directly to the ice cream. I cannot move. I cannot function because, wow, this shiz is scary, right? Like that's just how it goes when we're trying new things. But what we often forget to do is the number one strategy for combating fear, recognizing that we can make a plan for it. 
So often we stop at the question, well, what if I do this and nobody understands? What if I say this thing and it creates a huge fight or a rift or someone's mad at me? What if this, what happens then? No one takes the time or a few people, and if you've worked with me, you sure as heck better be one of the people who take the time because I walk my clients through this all the time, but nobody takes the time (laughs) to make the plan. Well, what happens if you say something and no one understands? it? What happens if you put out a provocative opinion and people argue about it? Or what happens if you get called out on social media? What does happen if your success intimidates people in your personal life? What happens if you get so busy you don't have time for other things that have previously been important? What happens if? Answer the question. What are you going to do? If you encounter something that you don't know, how are you going to find out? We live in the land where everything is Googleable, so you're going to figure it out. But so often, and this is my biggest mindset peeve, people stop at the question. They take the act of having the question, the fact that they're even worried about this, or they have the doubt about this, as proof positive that there's something to worry about. As if if they were just totally confident they would be guaranteed success. And the only thing getting in the way of their guaranteed success is the fact that they're now asking themselves these questions. So they have to eradicate the questions from their minds rather than getting in the driver's seat. You guys have heard me say this a lot on the show this week. It is the mantra of getting in control of your life and the business you want. And if you are afraid, something's going to happen. If you are unsure of how you are going to be received or how someone is going to perceive you, what are you going to do if you're misunderstood? What is your plan if the haters come out? What are you going to do if you show up and you do your best? Best and your best proves not to be good enough and not to get the results you want. What's your plan? Because what happens as soon as we ask ourselves that, we then get to inform and empower ourselves to push through fear because we're no longer frozen and stuck in the what ifs. It's we don't want something to happen. We don't want the haters to come out. We don't want the doubters to come out, but we are entirely capable of managing them if they do. Now, how do we feel capable when sometimes we know we're totally inept? One of the things, and I've been called out on this before, I have a story about myself that gets ends up getting always consistently tied to my story. I'm not good at math or science, and I then say, and I'm lousy at tech. And the reality is, like the bare bones, is that figuring out tech and new things is often hard for me. It's not intuitive. It doesn't come easy. It always takes me a couple of extra tries compared to other people, but that doesn't mean I'm wholly incapable of figuring it out. I run an online business and that too has been pointed out to me. So there have been plenty of things in the tech space, in the software space, in the app space that I haven't been able to figure out right away, but ultimately I have figured it out. I don't like feeling dumb when I feel like it's easy for everybody else, but I'm capable of managing those feelings of feeling dumb and small and less than. And more often than not, I'm capable of figuring 
figuring it out. And I usually, more often than not, don't have a problem asking for help when I get stuck and receiving help when someone offers it. So that makes me capable. I may not know what's going to happen on the other side. I may not know what's going to come my way, but I can tune into proof positive that I am capable of figuring it out. Saying yes fearlessly means choosing to move through the fear. And we do that by tuning into our capability because this is, and this has been my mantra for 2018. And I have a feeling I'm going to stick with it for 2019 because it's serving me really well, but I have not come this far to only come this far. And if you look at how far you've come, if you look at your life to this point, the challenges you've overcome, the bad days you've recovered from, the loss, the heartbreak, the discouraging, the things you didn't know, the times you tried your best and your best didn't work, the times that you set yourself up for success and still you fell flat on your face, you will see that you were capable of figuring it out. You will be reminded of your capability. You don't want it to happen. You want to be successful. You don't want to feel like you've wasted your time or your money, but you are capable of figuring it out. How to say yes fearlessly means choosing to act even though you're afraid. Talking back to the fear, talking back to all of the angst and the worry and the nervousness that comes and says, I want what's on the other side of this. Therefore, it is non-negotiable that I do it even though I'm afraid. You make the choice to do it. You get in the driver's seat and you actively choose it. So many people stop at the, well, what about, and what if, and I don't have it, and oh my gosh, if this, you know, if this doesn't go this way, I don't know if I have any more gas in the tank to keep trying, like this might be the thing that does me in And we create all kinds of stories to what failure will mean, to what it going awry will mean. But what if instead we give our time, our energy, and our attention to making it work? Because then once you decide to say yes, once you decide to push through fear, you get to decide how. You get to decide if you give yourself an extra hour. You get to decide if you ask for help or you invest in a little bit of money or you set yourself up for success with an extra step or two that perhaps other people wouldn't need, but you get to set yourself up for success. An example is me talking to you on today's show. As I record this episode, it's a Sunday. I typically don't work on the weekends. I typically have a very firm boundary that I don't give my business the time and attention on the weekends. Sometimes I'll give it think time and planning time, but I never implement or execute on the weekends because I I, <laughs> I have a nervousness around repeating burnout because I burned out from my last business and it's really important to me that I not burn myself out from this one. But I'm looking at my week ahead. I was looking at juggling all the different kinds of appointments, all these different things on my to-do list. And it seemed so simple that I could take a couple of hours on a Sunday, get a 
jump on the podcast, have that off my list, which is typically, you know, something that I spend one to two hours of my work week doing each week. And if I take those one to two hours and just nip them off quickly on a Sunday, I'm setting myself up for success going forward. So I'm no longer antsy or nervous about all of the things I have coming before me because I've taken something off the list. I've gotten in front of it and made a decision and, you know, set myself up for success. That is me moving towards the how. That is me saying, okay, this is going to get busy. I want all of these things. I want this to be done well. I don't want to be rushing. What do I need to do? I get to decide that for, you know, one time out of many, many months, I'm going to work a couple of hours on my business on a Sunday. Other people may look in that same situation and they may get up a couple of hours early on a Monday, or they may say no to something that they've said yes to on their schedule, or they might just acquiesce and say like, hey, it's a daily podcast. Yes, I've committed to every day, but the world isn't going to end if I don't have a show out there every day. Whatever it is, once you decide you're going to deal with the jitters, once you decide you're going to face the fear, you get to decide how. You get to accommodate your worry and your nervousness as much as possible or as little as you want. But if you're just constantly focusing on the worry, you're not moving. You're not getting anywhere. It's staying the same. And the other thing that stays the same is the story you have about yourself. The story of who you are as a business owner, the story of where your business is going to be, how successful your business is going to be, how your business compares to other people and your competition. All of that, you just sit and spin and sit and spin because you haven't gotten in the driver's seat to make the plan. You haven't said, these are all the things I want. What do I need to get there? Where are the compromises I need to make? What do I need to do? How do I set myself up for success? Because that's what the boss does. And when you're in control of your mindset, when you own who you are, what you do, how you serve, and how you move through the world, you get to make those choices and those compromises. That also means that if we use the same example I just offered you, that if it's another Sunday, if it's next Sunday, and I see myself again, I record my podcast in my class. So if I see myself again on a Sunday sitting in my closet when it's I'm living in sunny Southern California and I could be outside doing something active, then it's on me as the boss of my business to call that out to say, hey, you did this that one time to get through that one thing. This isn't who you are or how you want to move through the world. This isn't the way you want to run your business. So you have to come up with something else. But so long as we're acting intentional and mindful, we're making the plan. But when we're sitting in the worry, when we're sitting in whether or not people are going to like us, whether or not this is going to be successful, this is going to be the thing that generates cash for our business. We're just sitting and spinning and sitting and spinning and nothing happens. And when nothing happens, the inner critic wins. The self, the limiting beliefs and the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves start to ring a little bit more true because we have no proof positive that they're BS. But when we get ahead of it and we recognize that what we want in order to get it, sitting and moving through fear is non-negotiable. We get to decide how. We get to decide when and the pacing and the timing, and we get to set ourselves up for success. 
But so long as we sit in the worry, we get nowhere incredibly fast. So look at what's in front of you. Look at the ideas you've had. Look at the opportunities. See where the open doors and the open windows are. And ask yourself why you're not walking through, why you're not creating a plan, and why you're not moving from point A to point B. And then get out of your own damn way. Make the choice to do it, even though you're afraid. Because the darndest thing happens on the other side of fear, you now have proof positive that those things that you worried about either weren't true or that you were capable of managing them. And then the next time you get nervous or the next time you get afraid, you find yourself wholly capable of managing it because you're tuning in to what you've already done and what you've already accomplished. It is the most, you know, I'm about to say it's the most magical mindset strategy, but it's really not magic. It feels magical because it just, it kind of comes and arrives with this ease and flow that feels really good, but it's really the result of direct action, specific measured steps getting you on the other side of your fear. Thanks so much for joining me today and having this conversation. I hope whatever you're sitting on, whatever idea sort of niggling around in the back recesses of your mind, whatever that thing is that you're putting off till tomorrow, what you could tackle today, I hope I've given you a tool or a strategy to get on the other side of it so you can continue to say yes to yourself and the life and the business you want. Thanks so much for today. If you want my two cents on your business, you can always find me over at Heather at choosetohaveitall.com. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.